When traveling from one city or area or region to another, be it from state to state, across the country, or internationally, you usually encounter some local handiwork or beauty, some product or work of art for which that particular area is well known. Think of Wisconsin's Door County or sweet, delicious Michigan or Georgia peaches. Think of Minnesota walleye or a smelt fry along Michigan's shoreline, the Grand Canyon, or dinosaur fragments from Dinosaur National Park. This is likewise the same for overseas. Take Belgium, for instance. Think of hot Belgian waffles for breakfast or as an evening treat, or mouth-watering hand-fashioned chocolate, or meticulously, ever so delicately stitched Belgian lace, renowned the world over. In addition to these famous products made in Brussels or Ghent, the Belgian city of Antwerp is famous, among other things, for its Royal Museum of Fine Arts. A trip to Antwerp and its Royal Museum is well worth the time and the effort. In the Royal Museum, you will find a painting created between 1445 and 1450, painted by Roger van den Weyden of Flemish background. Its title is The Seven, Sacram the Seven Sacraments Altarpiece. It is a fixed-wing triptych whose approximate size is six foot by eight foot. Van den Weyden is considered an early Netherlandish artist, though some say more properly, a primitive Northern Renaissance painter. The altarpiece stunningly depicts the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church. On the left panel, as you face it, are the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and penance. On the right panel are the sacraments of holy orders, marriage, and extreme unction. The central panel, around which are nestled the right and left panels, is dominated by the crucifixion of Jesus Christ in the foreground, with the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist in the background. This larger-than-life-sized painting serves well as a textbook, a sort of primer or catechism on the sacraments of the Church. Van der Weyden seems to capture the, the necessary and the intrinsic relationship between liturgy and life, between faith and grace. He depicts Jesus Christ at the center of everything, with everything flowing from him and ultimately returning to him, conducting us and the entire cosmos to the very presence of the invisible, transcendent, yet ever imminent heart of the Blessed Trinity. He teaches us of worship, true worship in spirit and in truth, where we are present and offer to God our worship and our sacrifice, our oblation, our lives, our obedience, our will, our very selves, our love, desires, hopes, dreams, in short, our total self-surrender of all things to the Father, 
as we see modeled for us in our Lord and Savior. Through the prophet Hosea, God reveals to us that he desires and takes great delight in a sacrifice of obedience and submission, of love and mercy, much more than in an animal bound up, slaughtered, thrown into the fire, destroyed, and then given to God. The sacrifice most pleasing to God is one of ourselves, one of a humble, contrite heart. Among the most basic functions of the sacraments is to place us in vital contact with the crucified and risen Lord, not merely from time to time, but throughout our whole life long. Each of the sacraments flowing from the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus configures us to him in a very specific way. Take, for instance, the Holy Eucharist and penance. While communicating God's presence and his grace to us, they likewise affect what they signify, that is, the forgiveness of our sins. Both of these sacraments bathe us in God's ever-abiding mercy as we drink most abundantly from the fountain of salvation through his divine mercy. It is faith which enables us to see and experience this. This is God's initiative. Grace is God's initiative, especially the grace needed for our sanctification and our salvation. The forgiveness of our sins and the desire for conversion are God's initiative. Moved then by the Holy Spirit in charity, we respond in faith to the good work which God has begun in us at conception and at baptism. In a recent web article on the site, The New Liturgical Movement, entitled, How the Seven Sacraments Christianize Us, author, professor, philosopher, publisher, composer of sacred music, and Benedictine oblate, Dr. Peter Kwasniewski, writes that the sacraments are the means that God has chosen for us to receive the gift of Christ's life, his grace, and his charity, along with his most abundant mercy and forgiveness. The sacraments evangelize and convert us to be more and more centered on Christ and so to live accordingly. In the gospel, we often encounter Jesus in the midst of tax collectors and sinners. He freely offers them an invitation to and the divine grace of conversion, as he does for us. Van der Weyden's altarpiece triptych in Antwerp seems to have it correct, as does the, the altarpiece at St. Bravo's Cathedral in Ghent, painted by the brothers Hubert and Jan van Eyck, entitled Adoration of the Mystic Lamb. Christ's passion, death, and resurrection, at the center of history, our lives, and the entire cosmos, are the heart of our faith. The life-giving, sin-remitting sacraments, always in the shadow of the crucifixion, are the means of entering us, for us entering into the new life of Christ, and they are the source of conversion 
and conformity to life in Christ. In both the sacraments of penance and the Holy Eucharist, Jesus receives us, sinners all. He welcomes us, forgives us our sins, fills us with his grace and mercy, and reconciles us to the Father and to his Church. The mercy and forgiveness of Jesus vanquishes sin. Together with his passion and self-sacrifice, they become the source from which the forgiveness of our sins inexhaustibly flows forth. Through our celebration of the Holy Eucharist and the reception of Holy Communion today, may Christ sustain us in the work of conversion, fill us with his grace as we live in the shadow of his holy, glorious, and life-giving cross, and may he ever deepen our faith.